Evangelization, it can be kind of uncomfortable sometimes. So what's a good way to do it? This is Truth Pop with Jake and Kathy, a Catholic take on faith and culture. Faith and culture. Welcome to another episode of Truth Pop. My name is Jake. And I'm Kathy. We are Cake, here to give you a Catholic take on faith oh, and culture. Rhymes. Oh, wow. I didn't even plan that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Lent, babe, so we can't actually oh, have cake right now. I really want cake because I gave up sweets as one of my Lenten sacrifices. So. so maybe I should give up saying that our couple's name is Cake, <laughs> at least for Lent? Yeah. Okay. Um, we are not here to sell you any sweets here, but we are here to sell you on evangelization. Because, you know, our job here is to just help you to live out your faith in modern day society. And I think, Kathy, you're right in saying that, that when it comes to sharing the faith, oftentimes I tense up and I get nervous. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. like, okay, what am I supposed to say here? I know. There's the Bible verse that I think is always really comforting to me, babe, when I'm faced with those situations where I have to share the faith. Yeah, Matthew 10, 19 says... Do not worry about what you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say. And is it just me, babe, or like sometimes I think when it comes to sharing our Catholic faith, it's easy to start to categorize people based off of their, maybe it's their ideology, their upbringing, maybe it's their... Their politics. Exactly, right. And like, so we, we meet someone right away and we start to think, okay, so... Um, I'm just going to pull up my note cards here. I'm going to start to just uh, read, the, read the talking points and I have to make sure I have that memorized. Yeah. And um, I, I think maybe that's just like a statement on our broader culture is that we do fall into identity politics, that we group people. In this episode, we want to talk about how it's not so much about reaching that quote unquote group. It's about reaching that person. Mm. And I think that person has a story and as Catholics when it comes to evangelizing it's really important to dig into that story you said it so well babe it's almost like we're being a detective yeah it it is kind of like being a detective like figuring out why is this person not Catholic why does this person not accept Jesus into their life what is holding them back and I think the best way to figure that out is to ask them questions and get to know their story, get to know them as a person. So like, I guess if you're talking to a Protestant, I know like right the initial reaction would be like, okay, well, they're going to like bring up something about how Catholics worship Mary or um, we idolize saints or the Pope or the Eucharist, like all of these typical Protestant questions that are oftentimes legitimate things that we can debate and talk about. Um, or I think, you know, it might be a hot button issue uh, related to our culture, maybe on life or marriage, if we're talking to somebody who has no faith upbringing. But babe, I think you're so right is we can't assume these things right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We have to really like dig deep and ask questions. It almost makes me think of like why people sometimes choose to abandon the faith is like they have that wound, they have that like muscle tear, they have... Um, just that that ache in their heart that's not really being addressed. Yeah, yeah. In therapy terms, we call that trigger point. You know, there you go. what like is that. your trigger point? And in order to help that trigger point, you have to identify where it is, and then you have to slowly rub it out. And 
it hurts. You know, it, it really actually hurts. You have to aim for like, a, I think, seven out of 10 pain. Hmm. And you have to do it over and over again. But in order to help that trigger point, that is the cure. So like, okay, if we are like master detectives then, and like we're, we're sitting down with somebody and we ask them a question, we'd be like, okay, like, tell me about, the, tell me about yourself. And I think mm-hmm. so often, babe, in our lives, we've seen that people start sharing things because oftentimes people are open books. They are. Yeah. Sometimes people will will just share about their life story. Like people I just met, I'm like, oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Like you feel like you know somebody very well. Yeah. Yeah. And then some people don't. Some people are very closed off, including myself. I, I know I can be that way sometimes. It's almost like some people might even accidentally open up a door to their yeah, lives yeah. just by mentioning one thing. And then maybe it's the Holy Spirit stirring in your heart saying that might be the trigger point. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like when you just talk to people, I think people just naturally share themselves. They naturally will open up. And if you bring up faith, if you bring up the church, people might naturally just bring up what's bothering them. Babe, we've had multiple encounters where mm-hmm. we talk to somebody about faith and many many times people had shared an experience that there's a reason why they're not going back to church i I remember we were talking to this one uh, really sweet lady and we had mentioned that we're catholic and you know she said oh i left the catholic faith years ago and then she went on to share that she had no idea that Catholics actually cared about having a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, I remember she's like, oh, I must have missed that day in class. (laughs) (laughs) She was sick or something. And is it possible then that like maybe the Protestant church that she started going to, I think it was a Baptist church, you know, a lot of times they focus so much on, oh, you need to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Mm. And I think in those moments then, like we'd be like, okay, like maybe that is the one thing that caused her to think that the Catholic church was wrong on this issue. And you know, there, there's that, that famous saying, I don't remember who said it, but it's been said that no one truly hates the Catholic Church for what it is. People only hate the Catholic Church for what they think it is. It was actually Venerable Fulton Sheen who said that. And I, I love that because it's like, yeah, sometimes we have all of these stereotypes of the Catholic Church that people walk around with in their hearts. And, you know, we've talked to other people who've brought up the fact that they left or they are disassociated with the Catholic Church because of the abuse crisis. And, you know, a lot of these issues are very delicate. And I think it's always important, in my experience, to never talk at the person. Yeah, I think it's really important to listen to what they have to say because they are a unique person with a unique story. And so it's really important to hear what they have to say. And then to to really empathize People don't want to just hear, okay, well, here's the answer then. Like, I think they really want to be seen. They really want to be understood. But then there is always that opportunity then to share, okay, well, here's what the church actually teaches, or here might be a better way to understand the faith. And it, you know, it reminds me of 1 Peter 3.15. It says, but sanctify Christ as the Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you. But with gentleness and respect. And I think when you win someone over with love, empathy, and compassion, they do want to hear what you have to say. And they'll they'll be ready if their hearts are open in the right time and place um, to really get a better understanding of truth. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit will then kind of do his work. And, you know, it's not all on you. 
to give all the answers. I think the main thing is just to be present, you know, just to give yourself to that person, to be there for them. And not everyone will be receptive to what you have to say. And sometimes it is just about planting that seed and just showing that kindness to that person. Yeah, and I think we want to extend that kindness to you if, you know, maybe you're not a practicing Catholic, uh, maybe you left the Catholic faith, you know, maybe you have serious issues with the faith and you really have a lot of questions. And I just want to let you know that, you know, we're so happy that you are part of the Truth Pop listening family. And Kathy and I both just want to sincerely let you know that you can always reach out to us if you have questions or if you know you want to share your experience of you know what you've been through what you've experienced in your life if maybe you are ready to take that next step and learn more about the catholic faith you can always send us a private message on truth pops facebook page uh, we are currently on Instagram, so you could uh, send a, a DM message. You could email us too, if that's easier, truthpopproductions at gmail.com. But again, just extending that invitation to talk more and uh, you know, really hear where you're coming from and hear your story. Even in our own lives as practicing Catholics, I think everybody has something that might be holding them back. With original sin, the trust that we have in God has been wounded. And so we all kind of struggle with that in some ways and there's always something kind of preventing us from going even deeper and I think it's really important to take that to prayer like what is that one thing that's preventing you from going all in and giving your whole life to Jesus what is that one thing or multiple things what is holding you back and how can you grow in that Maybe you need to talk to a priest. Maybe you need to talk to a spiritual director. Maybe you need to talk to a trusted loved one. Don't be afraid to explore what is holding you back with your own faith. It reminds me of Simon Peter getting out of the boat when there was a storm. And Peter was already a disciple of Jesus, but even he struggled with trust. Like he struggled with faith. And when Jesus called him out of the boat to walk on water, what did he do? Like he was able to stay on top of the water for a few seconds. And then we're told in scripture that he drowned and, you know, Jesus had to pull him up. So I think, you know, in our lives as Catholics, like we're going to have those moments where we we feel like we're drowning. We feel like we have way too many questions and not enough answers. And that faith level is just not super high. And Jesus understands, you know, what does he say to Peter? He says, you know, you a little faith, why did you doubt? And, And I always... I've mentioned this in a past podcast episode, babe, but I I love hearing those words of Jesus in a gentle way. That was a beautiful scene in The Chosen that we had just watched the other day where Jesus rescued Peter and said, in such a gentle, kind way, like, oh, you have little faith. Like, why did you doubt? And Jesus wants us to give our full trust to him. But we even need his grace to do that. We need him to trust him. So we need to keep going back to him in prayer to strengthen us and to help us because we are weak. We are naturally weak. I'm always just amazed though. Like when we take one step, Jesus takes all the steps Mm -hmm. and run towards us. Yeah, I'm blown away by the story of a young man who uh, was a theology professor. He acted like he had all the answers. He acted like he knew everything there was to know about the Catholic faith, but interiorly he hated the Catholic church. 
he despised the church. And there's this priest that he just could not stand at all. And this priest, you know, developed a pretty close relationship with him and talked to him. And this young man opened up and said, hey, I just, I don't agree with the church's teaching on birth control. Why should contraception be wrong? And, you know, it got to this point where the priest got so concerned that this young man was still teaching theology to the students and didn't agree with the church's position on this. Well, it turns out one day that the young man was able to just sit down with the priest and the priest laid it out just from beginning to end. Okay, okay, so the church says this, so naturally the church has to say this, and that's why the church has the teachings on contraception. And it just made sense. All of a sudden it just clicked. And the guy just said, okay, finally, I, I, I agree. I completely accept that teaching. And what this young man didn't know is that he was pretty close to being fired from teaching. And the priest said that if he hadn't really sought out those answers, he probably wouldn't have been able to stay. It turns out that this young man I'm talking about is Father Mike Schmitz, who is behind the Bible in a Year podcast, Catechism in a Year podcast. And he hated the church. And it's just amazing that if this priest hadn't been there for him to articulate the church's teachings on this delicate issue like what if father mike would have been fired what if he never became a priest so i think sometimes you can recognize the grace that the holy spirit might be giving you to reach out to that person who's struggling because you have no idea what god has in store for them this is truth puff 